What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael, joined, as always, by Seth Ott. What's up? <laughs> and Jared Buckendall. Hey, 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 hey. I love that. Several Hayes, welcome in to Socially Constipated. We're back with our weekly podcast. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. We're here to give you your weekly dose of absolute ridiculousness and randomness. And looking at our show schedule, it's we're going to be right on brand this week. Before we get things fired up, a couple of quick announcements. First of all, join us this Wednesday, the 22nd of September. We are going to be live, live, live for the Entertainment Outhouse. That is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Having a lot of fun with those live episodes. So come join us, be in the comments, join the conversation. We're going to cover some, some TV and movie news and some reviews as well. So Looking forward to seeing y'all live there. Don't forget in the meantime, though, to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. That's where you're going to find all of our social media links, all of the episodes with descriptions, info about our sponsors. It's a great place to join our mailing list as well as hit the button and become an anchor wanker. Send us a couple bucks a month. Keep the show going and growing. Really appreciate those of you wankers who are already out there. And we look forward to seeing you guys Wednesday, whether or not you're a wanker. Wanker. So looking forward to a fun show. Fun show today as well. Get things rolling here. We are going to play one of our favorite games. We're going to have a tournament of trivial topics in a few minutes. But before we fire that up, we got to start like we always do with some chic tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik must have been doing some Bible study or at church or maybe even leading a Bible study. Maybe he was he was teaching uh, some young children about the uh, the sacred book. He must have been asked a dumb question. <laughs> Someone must have asked him a dumb question, and they asked, "Who built the ark?" And he says, "Noah did." You dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Duh. The uh, can't be doing that shit. That's uh, I don't even study the Bible, and I know that Noah Noah built the ark. <laughs> Iron Sheik, I, I, you know what? I would not have guessed the Sheik to be a Christian, and I assume that that's only a Christian story. Seth, I know you're a Bible scholar. Uh, <laughs> what can you tell us about why the Iron Sheik is familiar with the Noah's Ark? I have no clue, my friend. <laughs> the, uh... Yeah, I didn't think so. Spoiler alert, we are, we are not ourselves Bible scholars, but Iron Sheik sounds like he is issuing out some dumbasses or whatever it is he said. We got some idiot jabronis don't know about Noah. Iron Sheik doing his best... Catholic nun impressions. I heard they're mean to kids. I don't know. Anyway, Iron Cheek. Cheek tweet. I call you a punk. Well, Cheeky knows what to say to people who are wrong. I, I got a feeling we might be saying some of those same things to each other. This tends to get pretty competitive. We are going to determine the champion of something in a tournament of trivial topics. Let's do it. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight. Thought I just spilled something, but I didn't. Caught it. Good job by me. Nice. Tournament of trivial topics. Typically, when I do this, something has come up or uh, there's a holiday or something that I can relate it to. And I kind of tried to do that. Basically, I kind of started off with something and, and got to this point. But essentially, I saw... That the week that we're recording this, uh, one of the days in there was National Play-Doh Day. That made me think. Play-Doh, <laughs> toys. My favorite toys were when I was a kid in the 90s. Favorite toys now, we can't really do a, a tournament of, so at least Lordy. It, would, it wouldn't be appropriate. 
Oh, legally, <laughs> legally, I don't think we can. So I decided, you know what? Let's do a tournament of the best '90s toys. Now there might be some overlap here between like '80s or 2000s, and there might have been some remakes. But typically, is what I'm thinking of when I saw commercials back in the '90s. These are the toys that I think of. So we got a tournament of eight '90s toys, and we're gonna crown the best '90s toy. Ooh. Your weekly shot of nostalgia here on Socially Constipated. I can't wait to get into this. Big toy guy back in the day, as, as most kids are. So I did find a couple of websites and pulled some toys off of these these websites. And generally, these are the ones that were ranked highest and things like that. I took out a lot of ones that are like licensed things. Like there was some on there that were like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, stuff like that. Typically, these are going to be like brands upon themselves. Toys that are just kind of like basically they were big on their own and may have come like may have had brands later involved other brands there's one toy in particular that you'll understand that but itself was something that that people were attracted to based off of just the novelty of it so first matchup we have tamagotchi versus we got nerf guns slash balls so like the whistle balls things like that oh dang see you threw in the whistle and i'm thinking the whistling football and that was uh that was a, a staple at uh, friends' birthday parties and the playground. Mm-hmm. Just the variety of Nerf. They had everything. The the guns, great. I once had a, like, a 30-bullet, like, a Tommy, not a Tommy gun, like a Gatlin gun type oh, thing. Oh, dude. I shot all 30 bullets of it only one time and then <laughs> lost, like, four or five of them and never got them back somehow. That was Christmas, a Christmas present. By noon on Christmas, I had lost like a dozen <laughs> of the fucking bullets. But Nerf was a huge staple. Not only the whistle footballs, but the, the little footballs that had like a tail behind them mm-hmm. that you could throw and they were more accurate were super sick. Nerf was fun. Very broad though. Tamagotchi, very specific. A lot of people love Tamagotchi. I, I never had a Tamagotchi that I really was into, mm-hmm. but I did later on have a Digimon like uh, oh, I don't even know if it was Tamagotchi branded, but it was a Digimon character that you had to take care of, just like a Tamagotchi. Very fucking fun. Spent a ton of time on that. So I'm I'm torn here. I, I think if I to get the voting rolling, I'm gonna pick Nerf. But Tamagotchis I know were were a big hit back then. I never had a Tamagotchi, but I had a Giga Pet, the green one, the frog one. That was on the, the list is, too. Though, Ooh, okay, never so mind. So it's not, it's not, it's not in he's... here, but it, it was on the list of, like, best 90s oh, toys. But no, okay, okay, I kind of okay. consider those gotcha. basically the same thing or kind of spinoffs or whatever. Yeah, which is good because, yeah, in my brain, I'm thinking they're the same thing, much like that Digimon thing uh, Cody was talking about. Yeah, never got it to become a full frog, that's for sure. But I think the one that uh, more versatile, more fun, uh, I'm thinking of, like, birthday parties, target practice, anything. We had, uh, man, I don't think they ever remade the one, but it was, like, a six-shooter that shot, like, hard, like, nerf balls that was like that was like a christmas present we got that we love so i'm going with nerf nerf or nothing nerf wins (laughs) yeah i'd probably pick nerf as well i remember um i had a bunch of the the glow in the dark ones and so um it was fun to like at night turn the lights off and like build a fort or whatever and then shoot the glow in the dark ones that was pretty fun at each other Good way to get hit in the fucking eye too yeah (laughs) gotta be quick my most recent nerf purchase was 
like only like four years ago or so. Like I definitely bought a Nerf gun like after age 25 and had so much fun with it. Seth, you probably remember this. I had it mm-hmm. in the apartment and would run around and shoot stuff. Nerf continues to be fun even after all this time. Mm-hmm. We have Nerf moving on. Next round, we have Lou Holt's favorite toy, the Super Soaker, Super Soaker, <laughs> versus Super Lou Holt's favorite brand of videos, Pogs. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Wow, you went there. Nice. Nice. That is good, man. No, it's P-O-G-S, not P-A-W-G-S. I'm going to have to vote for a Super Soaker because I, and I know this is going to get a reaction. I don't know what a POG is. Can one of you guys tell me about a POG and why maybe I should vote for it? Otherwise, I got to go with the water guns here. It is a a, a, a woman that has, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Little cardboard things. And I think, didn't you like slam them at each other or whatever and try and flip the... Is that what it was? I never knew exactly how you would play them. It was like a stack of uh, like circle cardboard pieces uh-huh. that each had different designs and stuff. Like very much, you know, you had generic ones, you had branded ones, and then you would have a metal one that would be your slammer that you'd use on the yeah. first like, throw or whatever. And if you flipped them, then you get like you would win those or whatever. Yeah, you won them, and it was kind of like a wager type thing where you bring yours, they bring yours, uh, or you bring yours, and then whatever you win, you, you, you keep. I had Power Ranger ones. I just remember that. I don't think I played it with anyone, though. Yeah, no. I think it was more of a, like, collecting thing for myself or my cousins where we just went and you bought, like, a variety pack that was, like, a bag, and it has, like, oh, here's, like, a Power Rangers one. Oh, here's, like, a a Ariel Monsters. Here's just a Mm -hmm. dude on a skateboard. Getting the kids into gambling at a young age. Gotta start them then. Pretty cool. Yeah, I did not. I I just pulled up some Pogs. I, I did not have any Pogs, but I did play a, there was a Pokemon game that had very similar little chips that you would use oh around the board yeah yes yeah i think we've we've, i think we've talked about that that was a great game yeah incredible master trainer i would play it now super super fun but yeah for me you know i like getting them wet so uh the the super soakers are getting my vote super soakers with new (laughs) holes did uh did either of you guys super soaker wise did you ever have the big one that was like you had a backpack with it i don't think i had one but i i think someone i know knew did and being able to use yeah, that Yeah, it was one always was a friend. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. My problem with Super Soakers was that I would break them really fast. Mm-hmm. So they would be like really leaky or, or yeah. busted or whatever the hell. But yeah, so we never got the really top-notch ones. Yeah, I had one that was like a bit, I think it had like a big white base to it. Pretty heavy-duty one. And that one actually shot pretty well. But the person who had the backpack, I think like it didn't have, <laughs> it didn't have like quite as much pressure to it. But mine did. But like you said, it, it leaked. So it didn't have as much power. It was kind of one of those mm-hmm. things where, like, I could get a couple good shots with some, you know, because the aim would be pretty good because it would come out pretty quickly, but the other person would be able to fucking run me down by the time I'd be able to fill mine back up again. Man, now that we're talking about it, it, it definitely brings back memories of, like, running yeah. around the yard, spraying each other. Yeah, the thing is, the lifespan I always felt like of a Nerf gun would be maybe a summer if you could get it. Otherwise, it'd be, like, two weeks, maybe. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with the Super Soaker for my vote. Okay, me too. Super Soaker moves on. Next round here, we have Furby, which is probably one of the most quintessential 90 toys, 90s toys, versus this one I think had a little bit of overlap, and it might be an older toy, but I do know specifically, like, they had a ton of commercials for these in the 90s, uh, Light Bright. Ooh, the old Light Bright, dude. Did either of you guys ever dabble with the Light Bright? It's one of the few toys I didn't I have. I don't know that I ever got one. Yeah. I don't think I got one either, but I thought they were really sick. Of course, I didn't have a... No, I did have a Furby. I hated the fucking thing. (laughs) 
I, d I didn't feel like it did anything that I wanted it to do. Like, if I wanted it to make noise, it wouldn't. And when I wanted it to not make noise, it would. <laughs> so I never really understood the Furby. And I know that they're creepy with, like, their eye movements and yeah, random and they noises make, and shit that they make at night. Yeah. It would, like, open yeah, its mouth and stuff randomly. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to have to vote on this one. I, I struggle. I, I didn't have these. What the hell was a Furby? Was it, a, like, a furry chicken type thing? Because it had a beak. Furby. Wow. Mr. Furby, how are you? I'm <laughs> It was like a Porg from Star Wars, but with like, really short legs. Not a Pog. <laughs> yeah, no. Star Wars Pogs are great. Check yeah. it out. Google it. I'll send you links. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I think I would just go Furby in this one just because it's so fucking nostalgic. I don't think I had a Furby myself, but I did. I'd also had friends that had them. And like one of the, the my neighbors who had them, they each had one. And so like if I stayed over there, they, were, like, they had them prominently set up in places. So like, yeah, it would fucking like blink and make weird noises stuff like that so yeah it would it they were creepy but i also kind of enjoyed them so furby for me yeah i mean i i had some fun with light brights at like a cousin's place or whatever but furby to me just feels like the more iconic like strictly 90s i remember everyone talking about it, the commercials you could never find them anywhere because it was like the hot christmas toy or whatever so i'm gonna go with the furby all right furby moves well, on you guys has made it easy on me. I'll, I'll take Furby for a clean sweep. <laughs> and then our final matchup of the first round, we have uh, the good old-fashioned hit clips, basically SD cards with one song on them, <laughs> going against Bop It. Bop It to start. This is, for me, easy. This Han is an easy one for yeah. me. Yeah. Hands down, Bop It. Yeah. I still have one. <laughs> so that's going to Bop It as soon as we're done with it <laughs> from the sound of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> pull it. <laughs> I actually twist it. Oh, God. Boing. Well, didn't they add like flick it and, and spin uh, it. what was the other one? There's... Spin it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't spin it. The one I have also, so it's like a mo it tracks motion. So there's like hammer. I think there might even be like a call it where like you put it up to your ear. Like there's different motion ones. But for me, Bop It is. I mean, and, and there's a my roommate Matt. I bought him an R two D two one that had it like spun. You could spin its head. You could bop it on the top and then pull its legs at the bottom. Huh. That's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. I'd get that one. They did a good job with branding. Man. Well, yeah, they spun off a lot of different stuff, but the classic Bop It, like, mm -hmm. can't be... E e even if they had never come out with another version of Bop It, Bop It would still be popular. Oh, it's yeah. such a fun game. So fun. It's addictive. Bop It for me. Same. Yeah, Hit Clips had a, I think, a time and place, like, people remember them. You know, I think it was a, a cheap way of them potentially selling more uh, song uh, rights or whatever, but uh -huh. it's, you, you can't, they, they can't even touch the Bop It. Bop It moves on. So we have, in the semifinals, Nerf Guns slash Balls versus the Super Soaker. Interesting competition here. What do you like to shoot? For me, give me the dry stuff. I, I, I just think... You know, if you can just really fucking clang a, a, a foam ball off someone's head, it's way more satisfying than blasting them with water. So I, I'm going to go nerf on this one. I, I don't know, man. For me, with the Super Soaker, it just reminds me of fucking summertime. Reminds me of good memories out in the yard, spraying each other down, wet white t-shirts, no pants. No, sorry. Wait. <laughs> Keep going. I was, I was fully on board. But no, it does bring up bring back a lot of fun memories, and like I like Nerf or whatever, but I didn't I didn't have a ton of those growing up. So for me, Super Soaker just reminds me way more of my childhood: hot summer days, spraying each other down, naked, grease. No, stop. <laughs> you put in some uh, some a mixture half half and half of water and honey and just, mm. spanking. <laughs> Nothing's more nostalgic than you and your boys just 
spraying each other down. <laughs> Boys. The the thing is, the more and more we're thinking about it, I, it definitely is bringing back like memories from summer. Of you know, you'd have a handful of uh, friends over, water balloon fight, uh, Nerf or not Nerf, but a uh, super soaker fight and stuff like that. But I'm thinking more versatile, where you know, a water gun or uh, a super soaker is strictly like a summertime thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nerf is all year long they have a bunch of different varieties where you had the darts you had the the football you had the ones that had you know like cody said he had a machine gun essentially like the technology now for a nerf gun is insane do you remember the ones back in the day where it would transform into like 13 different guns like one of them <laughs> you'd stop on it and shoot a rocket off like that was the crown jewel of nerf guns so i'm gonna go with that one wow wow yeah, wow wow well, I guess Nerf Guns moves on. Next round, we have Furby versus Boppet. I think we already know where this one's probably going. Yeah, I'd be shocked if this is a clean, clean sweep. Furby for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm playing. Give me the Boppet. I'll bop it with I... you, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're saying, clean sweep. But uh, okay, we're we're talking toys. Like, what what could the Furby do that the bo- like the Boppet is the superior toy? It was right? a friend. Y- you know what? I don't need a friend. I need a Boppet because you can play that alone <laughs> or with a friend. Even though, hey, I will say, shout out to Furby. He made a return this year. Did he? Oh my God, he did. Yep. I forgot and, about uh, that. Mitchell's versus the machines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a big ass Furby in there. Yeah, he was this creepy character. I don't know why I ugh, it, that movie is excellent, uh, and the Furby is well used. But yeah, I uh, not a lot, I don't know of anybody that like loved Furby. I, like I've never heard it described as like, oh, I had so much fun with my Furby. I just haven't. Final matchup here. We have nurse Nerf guns slash balls versus Bop It. <laughs> this might this is the toughest one. The fact that you said balls that might change a few things. Balls. For me, it's yeah. easy. Still to this day, I own a Bop It. Still play it from time to time. For me, it's Bop It. Jared, you got a pick here? I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I got a question for you. How many batteries do you need for this Bop It? You don't need that many. I think I don't think I've ever replaced the ones I've had, and I've had that thing for like two years. Really? Wow. I remember back, maybe battery technology has advanced quite a bit, but I remember back in the day, you had like maybe an hour. Really? Yeah, unless we were, maybe maybe my friends were just buying those shitty like RCA batteries or whatever. Maybe they're just bopping it too much. Yeah, maybe bopping it, zinging it, winging it, twist, 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 twisting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean Nerf. I've shot a Nerf gun within the last like month. You know, yeah, like at I'm your still... house, you have a bunch. Yeah, yeah, and you were here. You were shooting my movie poster, which nah, that was a I fun was thing. Throwing them. Gro- oh yeah, you were throwing them. Uh, growing <laughs> up, that's what we would do. Is because you know TVs weren't these uh, TVs that we have now. It was more of a glass front. And we would be watching shows and just shoot the TV, and then you pop them off. (laughs) Like, that was a Saturday morning, like, watching cartoons, and we'd just shoot the TV. But bop it. I remember so many, like, going to friends' places, school, like, birthday parties and stuff like that. It is a fantastic, like, whoever invented that, smartest guy ever. But again, it's nerf or nothing. So I'm going nerf. Wow, you're going to put it on me to break the tie, huh? This is exactly what I hoped would not happen. I, god damn, this is actually really hard. I, I really wanted you guys to just fucking pick one for me. This is going to be a little bit disappointing, but I, I've decided that the criteria that I'm going to go on here is how many of these have I bought myself? And I think 
if I look back across the years, I have never before purchased for myself a bop it. Ooh. I love them. I think they're super, super fun. I love anytime someone else has one at their house, I'm playing with it. But I have bought myself multiple Nerf guns, and I still have one in my apartment right now. It is my primary mode of defense against in, uh, home invasion, which is why I'm going to die. But I am going to have to go with Nerf. Uh, something just stays fun about uh, shooting you know, guns with no consequences off the TV or your brother's head or whatever it may be. So uh, I'm with Jared here, Nerf or nothing. Wow. Get a pistol like a real man. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only shoot your TV once, though. So yeah. I hate to do it to you, Seth. I know you were passionate about your boppets, but I uh, wow. had, had to go with the Nerf gun here. So Nerf is going to be our champion. <laughs> for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! The other thing that I'll say that puts Nerf over the top is the addition of the balls and the, the footballs, the whistlers, the fucking, you know, the, the ones with the tails. Uh, you can't beat the variety uh, of Nerf. So... Nerf taking home our best toy of the 90s. I'm sure folks out there are going to have opinions about this one. I know we got a lot of 90s and 2000s babies that listen to the show. So let us know what your favorite toy was on this list. I also imagine there might be some snubs that people want to talk about. So jump into the comments out there on sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Let us know where we missed or if you agree that Nerf should be the number one toy. Seth, were there any that were close to making our list of eight that, that you had a hard time uh, keeping off the list? Any snubs uh, um, that you would mention, or w- was this pretty clearly the top cream of the crop? Yeah, I kind of had to pull, uh, you know, I, I kind of took some liberties with some, like, because there was a lot of the licensed brand stuff. Like I mentioned, like the Ninja Turtle toys was a big one. That robot dog, remember those robot dogs back in oh, the yeah, day? Yeah, the little uh, with the colored ears or eyes or whatever. Yeah, it was like a poochie or something oh, like yeah, that it was dope. called. Yeah, they do uh, little flips. Yeah, that was on there. Those seemed too hoity-toity. He had to be rich to have one of those. <laughs> so, uh, no, for me, it was, like, just a lot. For me, I had a ton of action figures, so that was really mine. Uh, Creepy Crawlers was another one. Uh, Easy Bake yeah. Ovens. But those, again, kind of seemed more like crafts than they were toys, so I left those off. What about uh, what yeah. about those weird, like, plastic tube things that had water that would go... You know what I'm talking about, where you could put something in, probably? It's basically a... The first uh, flashlight. What? Do you not remember (laughs) these? (laughs) Type in '90s to uh, best '90s toys and go to Google Images, and it's like the first thing, like a jumbo jellyfish thing. Do you remember those? Type in '90s flashlight. No, actually, it might pop up. '90s flashlight. Okay, let's. Oh God, no, that's not what we wanted. Um, Um, Okay, your search is way different than mine. Keep scrolling. Yeah, Jared, I don't know what this toy is that you were fucking, but I don't see it uh, listed here. <laughs> <laughs> Type in a uh, water snake after it. <laughs> tube. There we go. Tube, tube, um, yeah, okay, that third that third picture down. Do you remember? No, no, no. This down, is down, definitely down, down. a sex toy. <laughs> no, the one, uh, yeah, okay, right there. Those. Oh, those what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you remember those? Or the one, the that water tubes over to the left? a sex toy. Oh, my God. These, yes, the water tube toy. This is kind of like the, you know that strawberry candy that old people have, but you never really knew what to call it? I think that's what this thing is. Oh, 100%. It's like, yeah. it's like basically if you took a bracelet and filled it with water is what this is like. Yeah, um, I remember those. Good to know that these had a big part in Jared's sexual <laughs> awakening. Uh, what do you, throw them in the micro for a little bit? Heat them up or what do you? <laughs> uh, no comment. Take them into the bath with you. All right. Again, Ooh, there you go. no comment. See, that's the thing is if you would have included like Game Boy or yeah, Game Boy but Color, but you couldn't. Yeah, those are more games. Um, yeah. And Bop, it's a game too, I would say, but 
that was more of like a you know you're competing against yourself with those games as opposed to like yeah perfection or game boys i don't know those are like video games or board games to me i love perfection my brother and i played this a ton super super fun set the timer and and uh you could play it by yourself, but it would scare the fuck out of you when you were almost done and <laughs> blasted everything up into your face. So there's definitely a sex joke to be made there, but we're above that, aren't we, guys? Yes. Yes. What was the... You guys remember this one? It's kind of similar to a bop it, but you had to hit like the numbered, the colored numbered dots on the outside. Yeah, I, I, I remember having it in, in uh, listeners. It's like... A... I don't even. How do you explain that? Like a like a molecule. It looks like almost with different knobs on the end. Coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there you go. Honestly, <laughs> I never knew how to play it. Really good audio podcast here. Trying to figure out what the fuck this toy is. It is called Brain Warp. By the way, it's three hundred eighty five dollars to get one now. Oh, cool. Uh, so it must be a, a collector item, but it's a sphere with six knobs sticking out of it and there are six different games to play you know what now that i remember now that i'm thinking about this i don't think you hit it i think no, you, you twist it, turned right? it yeah like which what number was facing upward was like important to the game oh simon is out here too that was really there was a lot of fun just like electronic bop it type games yeah the uh, simon commercials really were fun. were what are kind of stuck in my brain yeah those were some good ones definitely wanted simon but Lots of 90s nostalgia around the toys. So again, let us know where we missed, what what some of your favorites were here in this contest. We have Nerf taking the top spot, the champion of 90s toys, in this week's edition of the Tournament of Trivial Topics. A Tournament of Trivial Topics! Fight! Nicely done putting that together for us there, Seth. Let's talk about some more trivial topics, but not in tournament style. Little headlines from our lives here. We're going to get into bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. Well, a lot of folks out there probably listening to this episode on their cell phones. And Seth, you recently made an upgrade after a long, long time yeah. in the cell phone department. Yeah, over three years, the same phone. It's uh, three and a half years, I think. I had... Samsung Galaxy S9, definitely my longest lasting phone I've ever had. It did a great job. It was a trooper. I'm proud of that phone. Going to miss that phone. You know, it did have a pretty short battery life at the end. Every once in a while, it would just randomly turn off and was slow as balls trying to do anything on it. But it was a trooper for the longest time. So I just this weekend on a whim, I'm like, you know what? Been wanting to get a phone for a while. Don't want to pay the monthly price, but I'm going to just go ahead and do it. And so I've been interested for a while in some of the new foldable phones. There's been like the Razer, which is one I was interested in but didn't have great reviews. And then there was the Z Fold, basically a tablet that folds in half and is a cell phone as well. But that one requires a $600 down payment or did require a $600 down payment. It was $60 a month. So I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then uh, they all, Samsung also came out with the Z Flip. So I decided to go ahead and uh, get that phone. So the Z Flip is what I have now. Flips in the middle, uh, like a little, like a like a flip phone kind of. The screen is bendable, and uh, I like it a lot so far. We'll see if it holds up. In general, though, a couple things with going to get a phone. For one, be prepared to basically do everything yourself. So. <laughs> You go to the store and, you know, they'll, they'll like set up your plan for you and change your plan and, you know, all that stuff. But everything else is on you. So switching everything over, like all, you know, all your, all your apps and things like that, 
also, you know, dictating what things you probably shouldn't and should get for accessories. For example, I got a screen protector, which thinking in hindsight was kind of dumb because I thought they, were, they made a screen protector for this foldable phone. They do not. They make a screen protector for the little outside screen. So basically this phone, when you fold it in half, there's a little outside screen. Basically like a, it's maybe like an inch tall um, and it shows notifications and time and you can like do little widgets and things and you can slide. It's a touch screen. So it's really cool and it's my favorite feature on the, one of my favorite features on the phone, but that's the only part that they sell a screen protector for. So basically an inch, uh, inch wide, three inches long type of thing. When you do that though, you have to make sure you don't get a cover for your phone because the covers for this phone it's like two parts because the, obviously the phone folds and they're very, very mm-hmm. tight to it. You have to like slide it on. So when you slide on the phone cover, it goes right over the, the you can't like sn- snap it on. It has to literally slide on it and it rips the screen protector right off of it. So, oh, so no. you can't have a case and or screen protector. You can, I mean, no. you can only have one. Basically, unless you want to modify the screen protector yourself and try and get it on there, but it would probably look like shit. So there's one example of them not properly selling you things. The other one, right at the end of the sale or whatever, and this the lady was very nice, but it was just very, it just seems very bad the way that they do these things. But so we get to the end, got all my accessories, and then she goes, oh yeah, this doesn't come with a charger. Huh? What? <laughs> Fuck you, it doesn't come with a charger. I know a lot of phones also are the same way nowadays, but it comes with a C at the end, like, a, you know, the C cord that also is has a C cord at the end. So it's not even a USB. It's a double-sided C cord. And they sell you a separate brick now that it on the end is a C port. So you plug this, the other end of the C cord into it, and then it's a brick. Obviously, you can still use old chargers or have your own buy your own charger or whatever, but these don't come with chargers anymore. So that's stupid. They also don't come with headphone jacks anymore, which is annoying as fuck. Um, everything has to be Bluetooth, which guess what happens with Bluetooth headphones? They die fucking within six hours. I listen to at least yep. eight hours of stuff on my phone every day uh, at work. The nice thing is you still can charge it, you know, with the stuff you have. But these phone companies and, and you know, the phone manufacturers are doing everything they can to nickel and dime you as much as possible. You have to buy fucking, they don't even come with the, you know, Bluetooth uh, earbuds. So you have to buy their new ones. Phones are a racket. But then you also, that same day, you know how, like, when you trade in an old phone, they would typically take it and do it all for you? Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. <laughs> t- do they say take- go to one of those <laughs> vending machines in the mall? <laughs> they at least give you a return box. So they give you, like, a box with, like, it has padding in it and seals itself, and you just drop it in a UPS box. But they don't do anything for you in the, phone- in the store anymore, really, because it activates on its own. They, I guess they, like, I, somehow they... Because they don't put the SIM card in themselves, so there already is a SIM card. Somehow it activates... But they don't even do that. Like, they don't do much in the stores anymore for you. That was pretty apparent, though, by when I walked in. Um, so I got there right when the store opened. So I think it was like 9 a.m. There was a couple, old couple who were being helped by someone who were, they were getting a new phone as well. And then a man walked in with a sheet of paper uh, and a tablet and a phone. So the lady asked, how can I help you? And he was in a huffy mood. He said, I need to get this disconnected. And her first words out of her mouth is, we can't do that in the store. And then he threw a big old shit fit and was just like, this is bullshit. I've called this number a bunch of times, blah, 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 blah. And she was just like, this very nice woman, I said earlier. But 
she was kind of just perplexed because it was 9 a.m. on a fucking Saturday and this guy was having a, you know, fucking breakdown. He was like looking at me for confirmation, like, this is bullshit, right? And I'm like, quit looking at me. I want to get a new phone. Get the fuck out of here. She told me you can't do this here. I just think it's hilarious when people fucking try and like get the confirmation when they're being babies about things. And I agree. The store should do more. And they didn't do a whole lot. Like Verizon doesn't do a whole lot for you when you're there anymore. But she told you they can't. Like I didn't. When they said you have to send it back, I didn't go. Why can't you guys take it? I said, okay, thanks for the box. Like, grow up, people. <laughs> See, I, I guarantee he fucking the same people who's running around talking about mandates and things like that and screaming about his rights. How but, old was this character again? Would you guesstimate? He's in his forties for sure. Late forties, probably fifties. So. If if you're acting like a dickhead and you look to someone for uh, confirmation, chances are you're, one, not going to get it, and two, the longer you look at someone, you're definitely not going to get it. So that guy was a dickhead. But then I was frustrated about that guy, and then I get home and started to do the, the transfer process for transferring my old phone onto my new one. Luckily, that C cord did come into play because the double-sided C cord, you can plug it into your old phone, and there's this thing called like a smart switch, I think. And it basically took my phone, my old phone, and mirrored it onto my new phone. Same apps, same backgrounds, pictures, music, same groups of apps. So, like, I had betting, a betting folder for my betting apps. I had a social media folder for my social media. Same spot, same everything. That was awesome. What is not awesome is when you go to sign into all these apps again, it does not save your logins. And Oh, oh dude. God. Just give up. Delete the app. Just be like, nope, done. <laughs> if you guys are anything like me, you have similar passwords for things. And I know, Cody, you have like LastPass, so you're a little bit different. But with mm-hmm. like passwords, you have similar passwords, but maybe different combinations of like where they're capitalized, what symbols you have in there, maybe some underscores, whatever. Hell, I even have different emails. So I have, like, two different emails that I have to log into things based off when I created the emails and things. And so I was putting in hundreds of combinations, it felt like, and getting nowhere. And there was a point where I'm, like, maybe halfway through putting my apps in. And I can't remember what app. It's my DraftKings app, which is very important to me. I could not figure out the combination, and I just screamed. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> I, was, I was home alone just screaming at this new phone Kevin. because I could not get the fucking passwords in. <laughs> so just a recommendation to everyone. When you get a new phone, for one, if you can do the smart switch type of thing, do that. But set aside half a day, maybe a full day, <laughs> and like... <laughs> meditate or jerk off or get some recreationals or booze or something because you're going to need a lot of patience because if you don't have your passwords written down or don't remember them you are fucked and your blood pressure is definitely going up that day so just a precautionary tale (laughs) if you're switching over your phone make sure you have your passwords or a lot of help in terms of keeping yourself calm Maybe the best possible commercial for LastPass, which is what yeah. I have. It remembers all your passwords and autofills them for you, which is dope. And I know there's lots of services that are password vaults. I think some of the like VPN places, Express and Nord, might have something similar. The, it is a bitch. When you transfer shit over to your new phone, it sucks every time. I hate it. And the password thing is a motherfucker. The thing that kills me is I had a similar experience with that you had at Verizon where it's just like, why did I come in here? Right. I don't do anything here. I think the only reason you go into a store now is to touch the thing. Mm-hmm. And 
besides that, though, you might as well turn around and leave once you've touched it because they can't help. Like, I, I rented a U-Haul about a month ago just for a day. I just needed a truck. And I opted to have the... You can, you can check in on mobile or you can check in in their office. And I opted to go into the office. And when I went into the office, I was like, hey, I need to check in. And she was like, okay, do you have your cell phone? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay, go ahead and pull up the app. And all she did was talk me through <laughs> fucking checking in on the wow. app. Wow. What's the like, point? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I know that that's going to mean that those jobs are going to be obsolete and those people are going to be out of them eventually. But we can quit the facade of you needing a physical space yeah. like for stuff like this. I don't need you to pretend to be valuable in the middle of that transaction. Just tell me to go home and do it online and I'll do it. But yeah, I can imagine that being a really long and frustrating Saturday, but I'm glad you're digging your phone. Yeah. Um, I was just pulling up some photos. This thing looks pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and you got a big ass screen since it opens up and you can watch stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do like it a lot in terms of too, like probably the good thing about going to the store and being able to, play with the phones or whatever is also the fact that they have it in stock there so like i can go there and pick it up that day i don't have to like wait for shipping or whatever because like even if you go on the app and everything Mm -hmm. and set it all up yourself which you can definitely do you still have to wait probably a couple days at minimum to get it to you or the, the store unless they have it maybe in stock but i don't even know if that's how it works they might still be even separate where it's like because you can't like on the verizon app check and see if they have it in stock at a store it just says ship to store ship to your address so it might even be a separate thing where they have to send it to the store first and that i went there that day like 50 50 because it, it just came out like i think at the end of august maybe on like the the 31st or something and so it's not been out a long time and so i figured and it seems like there's a lot of commercials and things and it seems like it's pretty popular and so i i wasn't even sure that they would have it there that day and so i like i knew walking into the store that day i'm like i'm only walking out either with that phone or keeping my current phone like i wasn't going to do one of those things where they're trying to sell me on something like the first thing i asked is hey do you have this phone and then they checked the back and they weren't even sure then but I guess that's probably the the other thing is they want you to still come in so they can try and sell you on other stuff mm-hmm. um, and get you on the accessories and the phones and things like that, even if you're not looking for one. Definitely wouldn't have bought that screen protector if I wasn't in the store because I would have looked and seen exactly what it does. Like, I would have actually researched it more. And when I was there, I just anticipated them giving me, like, the best deal or the best product for my phone. And she kind of just brought that over basically assuming i was gonna get it so that's kind of the the give and take with it all (laughs) you're frightening me because i am like you i've been almost three years now without a um or without getting a new phone i'm rocking a google pixel 3 which i love but it is starting to not be able to do shit and i spent time last weekend in los angeles and so much of just everything that you could want could or want to do or need to do even is just on your phone Mm -hmm. like they've got metro passes on the phone all of my football tickets are on the phone only you can't print tickets to go see the rams you have to have it on your phone Mm -hmm. boarding passes things like that and so if you have a bad phone right now your life sucks (laughs) like it, it they have made it whoever it is the phone people big phone absolutely got us fucked like they've got us like mcu has got us like they just keep rolling it out and we'll keep buying it Mm -hmm. because you can't be without a great phone now so i am not looking forward to having 
an upgrade experience, but I am going to need to do that pretty soon. We honestly, and I'm never going to do this just so everyone knows, but, um, Jared, you, you might have the right idea just getting the new iPhone every time it comes out because it's a lot simpler and easier than, than having to go through all the research and all that other stuff and have uh, an annoying case. But I know Apple is going out away with their chargers being included and headphones being included too, which is hilarious because we're paying $2,000 for these fucking things now and you can't even give me headphones. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> right. know, yeah. the phone thing is a bitch. That's the thing. I don't I don't tend to get the newest of the new or whatever. Like mine was definitely, you know, I was like three years not over my contract, but like it was time for me to get an upgrade. And when I went in the same similar conversations uh, to Seth's where I'm like, wait, there's no headphones. There's no plug in. Like, what do I how do I charge this thing? And they're like, well, you can use old ones or buy this, you know, two hundred dollar hands free charging pad. And I'm like, I'm a cheap person and I just spent a lot of money on this phone. I'm just going to use an old cord. I'm going to scrounge up somewhere. The headphones thing is my biggest bugaboo about all of these these phones nowadays. Um, sure, cool, whatever. I can get Bluetooth and be one of those cool people. I still like the physical cord connecting to it. But when you build this like little piece that connects it, the connection is not good. And I always hear static or the, the, it drops. I, I don't know about YouTube, but I just can't stand it. I like the wireless. I, I'm a big fan, I will say. But corded... The thing about a corded phone, I think Seth mentioned, like it's gonna die. Like if you're on a plane and it's a long trip, then that's that's not gonna last you forever. So I, I do like the Bluetooth headphones. My problem is I can't get them to fit in my ear, <laughs> so I have to I have to find one that's set for baby ears. <laughs> but um, what I will say is I do miss having the option to plug shit in. Now they've taken away even the option, so they kind of forced you into the Bluetooth thing. So. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't blame you for being old school and having a plug-in. That's Especially because we already, all of us own 10 pairs of headphones that plug into shit. Now they're all <laughs> worthless because they right. won't go into our phones. We're all we're old men fired up about our technology and our <laughs> customer service experiences. <laughs> Jared, you were departing from the phone conversation. Uh, you were out among some youths, and uh, they had you pretty grumpy about some of the new stuff that they were talking the about. The youths! Yes, this is a great kind of transition or whatever. Not necessarily like grumpy old man stuff, but just kind of perplexing, like almost a different breed, almost different a culture of, of characters. So I went, uh, I was having some pizza with my brother at this pizza ranch place, uh, kind of buffet style, and they had like a, like a kid's football team come in. I'm assuming that these were like maybe 14, 15-year-olds, not old enough to drive, but old enough to kind of know what's happening. And it was just interesting to see how they kind of acted in public because I guess when I was a kid, I was just a very shy, very quiet, a very reserved. These kids are like bouncing all over the place. I, I did get a little upset because they were just grabbing with their hands from the buffet. Again, we're in Ugh. a time where I probably shouldn't even be at a buffet, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I was just very kind of, not even, you know, the the whole COVID situation that we're in, but just from a, from a healthy standpoint, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And there was like no parental uh, uh, control. I don't know. I think that uh, kids nowadays, you know, you, you're learning all of this stuff through all of these apps. Again, we, we had a conversation on last week's Entertainment Outhouse about, uh, you know, them just, you know, you, you sneezing and some titties will pop up. They're exposed <laughs> to all of this stuff. So I'm like, are they acting like adults nowadays? But 
the thing that almost transitions from just kind of the behavior that they had, it, it was the way that they were kind of talking to one another, but also this kind of transitions into uh, terminology and stuff on, on TikTok and almost falling out of touch where I had no clue what cap meant. If you don't know what this is, either people will type cap in the comments or just say cap, no cap in real life or put just a hat <laughs> emoji. And I was always like, oh, they're just talking about Captain America. Everyone's like, cap. <laughs> and then they kept saying no cap. And I was like, well, what the, what, like, what, like, does Iron no Man. cap mean like, oh, like, that's, that's some real shit or whatever. I realized that cap means fake and no cap means like, oh, that's legit, I guess. I don't understand that. And again, maybe we had terms, I'm sure we did have terms when we were growing up or teenagers or whatever that our parents or the generation that just, you know, missed out on that or like, you know, five, ten years older were like, oh, what are those dumb kids talking about? The, the, the most recent one that is mind boggling and no one knows the answer. So on TikTok, the chair emoji has now been popping up in video comments everywhere. Just a wooden chair. And no one knows why or what. And people are saying that it is now a symbol for hilarious laughter of just a handful of chairs. Some people are saying that it's like, hey, sit down, Grandpa, like to an older generation of like, hey, take a seat. You don't belong here. And then the third one that I kind of like is, oh, I want to sit on your face. (laughs) So I don't understand. Your face is a chair? Like, are we moving, transitioning back into hieroglyphs? hieroglyphics essentially like is that what's happening here and everything has multiple meanings i mean that's what it feels like to me i don't know i have a hard time with it because i feel like things like the eggplant emoji or the peach emoji are similar to this and so maybe this is like a grumpy old man sounding thing but also i'm like our emojis at least looked like the thing that we were talking about you could, it doesn't take long to go, hey, this looks like a dick. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll use it as that. Or a peach. Oh, hey, that looks like a butt. I'll use it as that. I mean, the cap, no cap thing, I, I only learned because I had to on TikTok, but it is, it's dumb. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know why that's the new slang. The chair thing seems completely unreasonable. You have to be able, you, there's like two or three things that you have to understand about the chair thing to understand what they're saying. It's, it's too, too far of a path to walk for that to make sense. And any joke you have to explain, as we all know, is not fucking funny. So I, the yeah. chair thing pisses me off. This is the first time I'm No, and, and the thing is, it just randomly popped up like a week ago. So this is like, this is fresh stuff. And I don't know if it's expanded out into bigger platforms on Twitter or anything like that. I don't think young kids even use Twitter. I think that that's like our generation. It's, it's just so strange because I'm like, none of this, you were literally making things up. Like, what if I started taking and using the frog emoji as I'm hungry? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Frogs eat stuff, I guess. I don't know. You're so hungry, you'd eat a fly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but I'm sure that shit's going to start happening. My thing is, is like, if I have to Google what does this mean, like, one, it makes me angry because <laughs> it's probably something stupid. And two, it makes me feel old. And I know that that's the point of slang, right? The point of all slang is to make old people feel old and for us to be able to, like, secretly talk around people or whatever and seem cool and make my stamp on, you know, culture if I'm a Gen Z person. But, like... I gotta say, just generally speaking, everything Gen Z is contributing to culture fucking sucks. And I know that makes me sound like an old guy, but like the whole like middle part, you know, loose pant thing and they're talking shit about skinny jeans and the cap 
and the chair thing, other than what seems to me to be a, a high degree of sexual uh, uh, freedom and casualness, uh, I, I don't know what Gen Z is bringing to the table that's improving upon shit right now. Uh, this chair thing is really just pissing me off. It's as a comedian and as an old guy, uh, I, I think it, I just think it's a bad joke. I don't. Get yeah, it. I think what you're saying is maybe I'm just very upset that I'm having to learn this new stuff, but also upset that they're doing what they're doing. Uh, I totally agree. You know, hey, you know. They're, they're fucking everyone. Everyone's fucking everyone. Everyone's sucking everyone. Um, but aside from that, I don't know what else you guys are doing. <laughs> sucking and fucking and sucking and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I trim my bush. <laughs> Shh, don't tell. Good God. Anyway, Gen Z kids are uh, trimming their bushes and sending us bad emojis. So just some grumpy old men uh, bitching about tech, bitching about the kids. You know the idea. That old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> That's all we got for you this week on bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. So we're going to ha- go ahead and wrap things up. But first, one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So this is, this is funny in that it relates kind of to something that Seth was talking about with his experience in the phone place. I went to a football game last weekend, SoFi Stadium in LA, watched my Rams win, and a couple things. One, if you're a big venue, you gotta get a handle on traffic in and out. Uh, And I I mean foot traffic, car traffic, getting people to buses, getting people to ride share if they wanna do that. And it's always a challenge in big arenas. And so I'll say two things, one, I I hope that there will be improvement on how they get people out. But also, people have to be patient. Nothing drives me more crazy than, like, someone who is in a large group of people that are all experiencing the same inconvenience, and some people are way more pissed about it than everybody else. It took, after the game ended, it took about two hours for me to get back to my hotel, which wasn't awesome. I wish it had been faster. But I was in line, and people right in front of me the entire fucking time we're bitching about this system. And it's like, okay, dude, we get it. It's not awesome, but it's what we have. And there's not a better option. And so just deal with it. And if you're going to something like a game or a concert or whatever it is, shouldn't you just kind of understand that you're not going to anything afterwards? Like it's going to take you a while to get out of stuff. And like I said, I hope it gets better. But there was this, the problem in lines like that is tensions always get high. (laughs) Uh, There was a couple of young kids that were, I, I don't know, they skipped ahead part of the line and, and jumped in. And this one guy was, started getting, getting on their case about it. And there's, guys, there's probably a thousand people in this line just that we can see. And this guy's bitching at these two kids because you cut in line. And I was actually between these two, the, the cutting people and the, the guy that oh, was man, bitching at Oh, man, this is like the phone so, situation. It's exactly like the phone situation. They were cutting ahead of me in line, and this guy was still in front of where they were. Nobody else said anything. Nobody else gave a shit because obviously we're all going to be here for a while. Who cares that we wait for these other two kids? And the thing we're waiting on is a bus. It's not like we're waiting to go skydiving, and now we need to wait an extra round for these two kids. Like, they weren't taking up a lot of space. Definitely don't skip in line. That's a shitty thing to do. But also, don't be that dickhead who freaks out about skipping in line. 
it's such a lame, like, maybe say, hey, man, we all just saw you jump line. Don't you want to go to the back like everybody else did? But, like, if you try to, like, elevate that into a confrontation, fuck you. This guy starts getting in these guys' faces. Then he made fun of them for wearing masks, which was in and of itself another thing. He, he at one point actually said, he was in these guys' faces, and he goes, isn't anyone going to back me up about oh, this? Oh, no. And no, no one said anything. Not even his friends that he was with said anything. And those kids ended up, uh, they stayed in line for a while, and then they eventually went off somewhere else. I think they realized they were in the wrong line or wanted to skip up ahead or something. But they left. And then this guy starts talking to his friend about, like, why weren't you backing me up or whatever? His friend was basically like, what, what are you talking? It was just, why, I wasn't going to fight these kids over a spot in this line. And I was like, thank you for telling that fucking idiot right. friend of yours that. I don't know. It's just a, a confluence of a whole bunch of other things. But I guess at the end of the day, my point for this one more thing is be patient. Like, have a realistic understanding of where you're at and what probably is going to happen. And if you're unrealistic and you're quick to get frustrated and then you want to start a confrontation, you suck. You suck as a person and your friends don't like you. So to the guy who is a Bears fan but lives in Seattle and is a doctor because he went to Penn, I think he went to Pennsylvania at the same time as Aaron Donald, are you understanding that this guy didn't shut the fuck up for the entire two hours? I know way too much about him. (laughs) If that guy is listening somehow, fuck you. Nobody likes you. That's actually my uncle, so this is a little awkward. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) My one more thing is, um, I guess it already happened, but, you know, timing of recording and whatnot. I am currently in Austin, Texas. Vacation, baby. Vacation. All I ever wanted. Um, going to visit my sister, Jill, friend of the show, but then also going with uh, my buddy, Alex, who I don't think he's ever been there. It's just going to be a nice kind of weekend away, food, drink. Jill booked uh, some zip lining, so we're going to go do that. So it should be a nice vacation, kind of, you know, getaway, unplug, hopefully kind of similar to kind of your guys' uh, draft trip from a couple weeks ago. Hopefully I can relax like that. But also one cool thing is some follower on uh, TikTok, uh, she found out, I guess I was in, in a live, I was mentioning that I was going to Austin, and she said she had lived there for like four or five years and sent me a huge list of like bars, restaurants, breakfast, brunch places, so uh, big shout out to, uh, I think, I believe, Andrea for sending me those. And I might have to hit up on hit up some of those when, when I'm on vacation because they sounded really good, like Korean barbecue, Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex brunch. So, yeah, I will report in next week, friends. Can't wait to hear about that food. Maybe you're sparking up a new taste for Korean barbecue. Take another shot at some of that Peking Dude, duck. Hopefully. I'm, I'm looking forward to one oh, of those yeah. places that you get, like, the meat brought to you and then you get have, have like, a little grill on your table. Fuck yeah, dude. Bring this man some meat. <laughs> well, I'm going to stack some meat on top of your meat, Jared. Ooh, and, double uh, stack. Oh, wow. And uh, tell tell you about uh, my meat this weekend. <laughs> uh, on su- on Sunday, between uh, the afternoon football game and Sunday night football, decided to uh, grill myself up. Well, technically, smoke myself up a nice steak. Uh, thanks to the assist- uh, assistance from, again, my roommate, Matt. Uh, he has recently purchased a smoker and uh like a really nice smoker and so threw the steak on there for about an hour and it was fucking delicious i think it was like an applewood type smoke threw a bunch of seasonings on there man it was some good stuff uh the, Real the juicy. fat on the steak was like marbly almost kind of just fell right off perfectly cooked 
threw I had some sides as well. Those those weren't as fancy, just some garlic mashed potatoes and some mac and cheese bites in the air fryer, which were delicious. The the steak, man, maybe one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. If you can get your hands on a smoker or have food cooked in a smoker, it really does make a big difference. He's a joker, he's a smoker, he's a midnight toker. <laughs> A lot of meat talk. <laughs> meat talk. A lot of meat talk. Safe travels, JB, to Austin. Enjoy that food. Come back with stories. And Seth, meat. Seth, keep on smoking. And uh, uh, again, I, I want to make sure this is made very clear. Uh, fuck you to that guy from Seattle. <laughs> uh, eat shit. I hope you have a terrible day. <laughs> That's what we got for one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks. Hopefully you... I, well, honestly, I hope you agreed with some of our old man bitching today, or otherwise this was a long podcast for you. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you thought of Nerf winning the 90s Toys uh, Tournament of Trivial Topics. Uh, also, don't forget, our live entertainment outhouse taping is going to be in just a couple days, Wednesday, September 22nd, 8 p.m. Central Time. 6 Pacific on JBuck Studios' YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Don't miss it. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Join the conversation. Uh, let us know what you think about the different topics that we're covering. A lot of fun in those live shows. If you've never been to one, uh, please come join us. They're, they're a really, really good time. Also, don't forget, sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Social media, episode links, mailing list, anchor wankership, all that stuff out there on the site. So make sure you go check it out. Hopefully you are off to a good week. Uh, again, we'll be back with Gridiron Grunts and the Live Entertainment Outhouse. We'll see you on the next go-round, but we're going to wrap up this episode right there. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. Bye.